0: Did you think that you were already open to receive? Did you think that? Because it was a lie, wasn't it? From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey guys, welcome to episode 21. So no joke, I'm looking at the forecast that you're about to listen to and the timestamp is 27 minutes long. I thought it was going to be five or 10 minutes, but the two has a lot to say to us this month. It's got a lot to say around why you're feeling extra sensitive, why you might be feeling like there's these PTSD kind of triggers coming up, and it's actually got something really incredible to say, kind of irritating at first, about how the two advocates for bigger and better versions of relationships in your life, and it's actually directly correlated to the breakdowns that you might have been having in this first week. So I hope that you guys enjoy and I will see you on the other side. Whoa, Nelly, I have got so much to say, you guys. I could probably record today five different podcasts with all of the thoughts and the feelings and the insights that I'm having around this this influence of the number two of October. And I think that... I've got a lot of emotions around it for two reasons. Number one, I have a two hearts desire. So, whenever you have a core number in your chart that matches the number that we're in in the monthly cycle, you're gonna feel extremes in, in that area of your life, right? But I also have like just p- treasured, precious girlfriends who are twos. One is a two expression number, the other one is a two hearts desire who have just been going through through the shits so far this month and we're only 4 days in. They're like, "Okay, Nat. Ha ha ha, funny joke, okay? You must have been joking that this month is about upgrading relationships because I feel like my relationships are crumbling. I feel I feel alone. I feel abandoned. So, we're going to talk about what sometimes happens Right before the two brings a deepening in love and in support in our life. What happens right before the upgrade? When you find out how the two actually broadens our ability to receive, you might actually be pissed off at first (laughs) because it's a little confronting. And it's going to make you feel comforted. And you're going to have an understanding of why you've been feeling that like Mm, that increased level of almost unbearable sensitivity. So, did you think that you were already open to receive? Did you think that? Because it was a lie, wasn't it? You know how I can tell that it was a lie? Is that the two, oh, the two, <laughs> um, the two will decimate you. It will force you into submission if you are not truly open, if you're not truly in the position of receptivity. And it sucks. I know it sucks. But when we've made armor out of being caring and being giving instead of asking for what we need and being receptive to what we need, the two will show up and it'll say, I'm going to make you sick. I'm going to make the most vulnerable part of you burn. I'm going to, can't believe I'm going to say this, but you know, the two is going to say, I'm going to make your vagina or your penis be on fire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to make you know, the most vulnerable part of you be sick. I'm going to make you have swollen gums or give you an eczema outbreak. I'm going to make you have this emotional PTSD trigger that's going to force you into submission because you weren't budging. You weren't really being receptive. (laughs) You know what it's like? (laughs) Have you ever seen a dog who's hyper-vigilant, right, super-sensitive and tuned into their environment and on high alert, their fur is standing on edge, their tail is sticking straight out, their body is rigid, their ears are perked up, you get the picture, right? They're listening, smelling, feeling, sensing everything around them. This is the two in its lower function, right? When we're using the superpower of of the two in a way that isn't useful. With this dog, you don't know if they're going to bite you. You don't know if they're going to bark. You don't know if they're going to run away. And so imagine that in that moment, you try to pet them. You try to give them a treat. Oh, no, no, no. Nature. Nature is speaking through the dog, right? Nature is saying through the conduit of the dog, don't you dare give me anything. I'm going to bite your hand off, or I'm going to cut and run. I'm going to withdraw. Gosh. Imagine what it's like to be on the other end, trying to give to that dog. That is what it looks like before the two steps in and says, all right, I'm going to make you submit. Yeah. You've been doing it. We've been doing it. I've been doing it. So if we go into a two cycle and we say to ourselves, oh yeah, like. I want a better relationship with my husband or with my wife. I want to be intimately connected to my partner or my boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm like so ready, so ready and receptive to find my soulmate. And we're saying that and we are being that hypervigilant, overly sensitive, like almost aggressive dog. Oh, we won't be able to receive it. The two is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Nature can't give a vigilant, high alert dog a treat. That's not how you get what you want. That's not how you deepen relationships, right? That's not how you receive more mojo from your customers or clients. So the two steps in and says, okay, you want to receive those things? I'll step in. I'm going to make the most vulnerable part of you be on fire. I'm going to make your penis or your vagina burn, right? I'm going to make something happen where you're going to have to ask for help. You're going to have to go to the doctor, take a couple of days off. Take, take a couple of days off from the character that you pretend to be that has his or her shit all together, Right? The two's like, I'm going to make sure that you have these like intense emotions and triggers that remind you, oh, that's right. I have needs. (laughs) The thing is, and I'm laughing, I'm smiling to myself because all of this is like about me because of my two hearts desire. And all of this is about like my best girlfriends. Like, I love, oh my gosh, if you're listening, I love you guys. I love you twos. Mm. Mm. You are our fellow warriors of relationship and bond, but you're scared. You know, you're scared. You're hypervigilant. And I'm laughing because (laughs) the thing is with twos, we think that we're super receptive. Like we even like... Can get in our ego about it and be like noble about it. Like think that it's a virtue, that we're so perceptive and psychic about what other people are feeling, right? That we're the dog that knows what's going on two blocks down the street. We take pride in that and what we perceive to be receptivity. We think that we've got it all set up, right? And yet if we were to look like something, if we were to see a video of ourselves, if there was like a reality TV show production crew following us around, we would look like the dog who is rigid and on edge, who would bite the hand off of somebody who tries to give it something, or who would cut and run. <laughs> we think that that kind of sensitivity, that hypervigilant rigid sensitivity to our environment, we think that is receptivity. (laughs) We do, we do. We think that's receptivity. Isn't that funny? I know you're laughing with me right now because it's hilarious. We think that that kind of sensitivity, that kind of like, oh, what was that? What was that? We think that that's priming us for receiving. When When from the outside looking in, Oh, it's not. No one can give you anything in that state or nobody can give you something that you can actually maintain in that state. Like if somebody gave you a treat, right? Even if it was like your most close and treasured person that you trust in your pack, right? Even if they gave you a treat, you would spit it out in a second because you'd be on high alert again, trying to protect them. (laughs) You can't even receive from your pack. Now I know I'm laughing. I know that that there's like a hilarity to it, but I hear you. I know what you're thinking. You're like, yeah, Nat, but that's I do that. I have to do that to prevent myself from being hurt. Right? I know. But you know what? That thing that happened, it didn't happen because you were receptive. You know that. That thing that happened, it did not happen because you were receptive. Trust me. The receptivity that we're about to talk about, it actually reveals what's behind the curtain. It doesn't mask it the kind of receptivity that we're talking about, it protects you and what matters most to you. The two has your back. It wants you to be vulnerable so you can see who has got you. I'll tell you a personal story on this. You're gonna totally vibe with this. My boyfriend, Nick, who just between you and me, I think this guy's gonna become my husband, he's that special. He's definitely a keeper. When we first dated, I was all up in my number 2, the overly sensitive, hypervigilant too, you know? I was like, I got this. I'm strong. I don't need any help. <laughs> you know, I thought that being super hypervigilant to what he needs. I was thinking, yeah, that's what creates awesome relationships, right? That Ooh, what was that? You just moved an inch to the right? What did that mean? Do you need more love? Do you need a glass of water? Like, who do you need me to be right now? I can be that. I thought that that was what creates awesome relationships. (laughs) And it didn't help that I'm an eight, an eight life path, right? Eights never want to show vulnerability because we're supposed to be the authority, the person with power. So I was playing that game and relearning that lesson. And I remember one night, calling my girl Gina, my best friend, and I told her, I was like, girl, I am ready for the next level in our relationship. This guy is gold. Like, I am so excited to upgrade our relationship, right? We hadn't moved in together yet. There were still all of these really fun, exciting steps for us to take. And I'm not even joking. A day later, a day later, I came down with this horrible virus. I had the first migraine headache I've ever had in my life. I have so much compassion for people that have headaches, migraines. I mean, oh my gosh. I was in such excruciating pain that the only thing that could somewhat relieve it was crying and moaning to myself. It was that kind of pain. And I'm not like that. I'm not sobby or weepy. I have, I have the tendency to actually hold back the tears when the tears should be coming. And you're going to laugh because I texted Nick from my bed, all up in my eightness, right? Trying to have my super professional hat on, like I got my shit together. And I said, hey, exclamation point. You know, like the kind of like, hey, like, oh, everything's cool. Hey, would you mind Just being on call tonight, I might need a ride to the doctor for an issue I'm having. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I wasn't asking for what I really needed. You know, I was trying to maintain that facade and I was being that dog that was like protective of myself, right? Yeah, I need help, but I also want to make sure that I am protecting my relationships. So Nick pops on over right after work, like the amazing guy that he is. And he comes into the bedroom and he lays down next to me and he starts stroking my forehead. And for the first time in our relationship, he sees me uncontrollably sob. I couldn't, I couldn't control it. I tried. I had to be pushed to the breaking point of unbearable physical pain, forced into submission to be able to receive help, to lay down and expose my belly, (laughs) right? To be the dog that lays down and exposes my belly. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm talking about because... That wounded, bleeding out self of yours, that wounded, bleeding out wolf, you know, growling every which way, that's kind of what you've been stepping into this month. When you really need support, you really need help, you really need to lie down and let other people take care of you, right? So when we lay down and expose our belly, it does something. It activates the higher function of the two, which is that deep love and support, like upgrading love and support. And by the way, it's never ending. Like you could be in a marriage that's 30 years old and the two still wants to upgrade intimacy and support. The roots that the two can deepen it are, are endless, like hundreds and hundreds of miles deep down into the depth of a relationship. It's never ending. So the higher function of the two, when we get on our soft belly, right? When we expose our soft belly, is enhancing love and support. And it deactivates its ugly stepsister, abandonment. So Nick went and got medicine. He got this like warm towel and laid it on my forehead, my forehead, and he, he laid down next to me all through the night. And and that night, something magical happened. I never received so much love before. I mean, I think that the love was always there. It was wanting to come in, it was totally available. But You know, he couldn't see a way in. The universe can't see a way in. If you're not, if it doesn't see that soft pink belly, it doesn't get the invitation. You know, him or her, the universe, God, nature has been responding to your body language. And so in my vulnerability, the roots of our relationship deepened. And just weeks later, Nick and I moved in together. So I have a feeling that we've all been feeling like super precious and protective of ourselves. Because we feel like we're guarding something. You know? It's almost like a relapse in a way. I think that when we're in new beginnings, like we are in 2017, when we're in new beginnings and we're being called to upgrade our relationships and have a new beginning in our relationships, we are, we're being asked to look at things in a new way. And, and there might've been a part of you that thought like, okay, this new self, this new me in this relationship, this new me in this partnership I'm like fierce and professional and I've got everything together. And you thought that that was the new version of yourself that was going to carry you through this next decade. And you're learning through the help of numbers, the the actual deeper wisdom here, right? The beauty of numbers, I just, I'm so in love with the numbers, is that we get access to information that most people in our lives don't. You know, like most of the people around us are going to misinterpret this sensitivity as meaning buck up and put on your armor, you know, buck up and like perform more for other people. But we're realizing that no, no, this new self in relationship, this new self is like relaxed. They're like leaning back. They're like... I don't know how to put it, like, like your hands are more open than they were before. You have more receptivity before so that what the people that are around you, when they give you love, when they give you support, they shine, they radiate because you see them because you give them the gift of receiving it. Gosh, have you ever felt the feeling of giving a gift to somebody who can't receive it? Have you ever had that feeling? And then you give a gift to somebody who is able to really like celebrate every detail of that gift. You know, they're jumping up and down and they feel it and they sense it and they look at the colors and the textures and they, they are glowing from receiving it, right? It makes you feel so good. That's what we're trying to activate here. We're trying to change the paradigm of how we are in relationship, upgrade relationships by increasing our level of true receptivity, true receptivity. So how do we do this? Well, we talked about it in episode 20, right? So go back and listen to that poem that I, um, that I spoke, right? It's about like holding on to that hug, right? Being the last person um to hold the gaze, being the last person um who is is releasing really in the kiss, right? Just practice those little micro moments in day-to-day life of even for just five seconds longer receiving the love, the accolade, the compliment, right? If you got a check from a customer or a client, like for five seconds longer, allow yourself to receive it, okay? So go back and listen to that poem. But I need you to hear this. Quit trying to avoid any areas of your life where there's a risk of vulnerability. Do you know? I feel like you are looking at at the map of this month or the map of this coming year, saying to yourself, okay... Uh, I can't go there, and I can't go there, and I can't talk about that, and I can't think about that, right? It's like you've been trying to avoid that territory on the map of challenge, trouble, hardship, and yet it's those same territories that actually upgrade love and support. It's those same territories that deepen the roots, It's those same territories that basically force you into submission to receive on a deeper and more expansive level, right? I don't want you to be mapping out, like, this crazy, like, uh, weird route to nowhere land because you're trying to avoid vulnerability and risk, right? The thing that always happens before the upgrade in intimacy or relationship is vulnerability. It's the risk. right? It isn't your vigilant dog self getting what it wants. (laughs) That vigilant dog self doesn't get what it wants. Even if somebody gives him the treat, he drops it within seconds. The thing that happens right before is submission. And I'm not saying like that in a perverted way. I'm saying accepting and yielding to that greater force that you feel, the force of love. You've got to lean back. You've got to be the dog on its belly, exposed to be able to receive the love, to be able to upgrade. And if you think that doing it the other way is going to deepen the relationships, the two is going to pummel you. I'm not going to lie. It's going to pummel you. It's going to say, I'm going to trigger you. I'm going to put your penis or your vagina on fire. <laughs> I'm going I'm to keep saying that as an example because I know it's so like abrupt, but I'm saying it because it's the most vulnerable place on your body getting sick, right? It's like the two is going to pummel you and say, like, to the point where you just say, I can't. I can't put on the facade anymore. I don't have the energy. I can't pretend. I can't be perfect. With by observing my my girlfriends with their husbands, my girlfriends with their boyfriends, my clients with their wives or their children, what happens right before the upgrade in connection is always vulnerability every time. I'm drilling this in you guys. I'm drilling this in. That's the message that needs to be delivered. You know? I've been talking a lot to the number twos. They've been calling me. They've been texting me. They've been emailing me. And I've been talking a lot to the true pure energy of the two. And that's what it has to say. Just because you want something doesn't mean that you're receptive to it. Get on your belly and let yourself take a rest. Let yourself receive. So in the blog, let's play around with this idea, okay? Because remember, the two is receptive, so it isn't so much about going out there and getting something done. It's more inward. The two, it wants to work for you. The two is a number of patience, okay? It's the number of sitting back, leaning back. So in the comments on the blog, I want you to tell me what, what the visual difference is between your hyper-vigilant, super-sensitive-to-your-environment self and what the visual is for your <laughs> exposed-belly self. Let's brainstorm. Whew, I feel like that was a really good one. So, as always, go over to iTunes or Google Play rate the podcast, let me know how I'm doing. It definitely helps so much. And remember, if you need extra help with relationships this month, I have this amazing session called Relationship Magic where we actually evaluate the numbers of that special person in your life because we can be super, super sensitive to other people but not even understand what's really going on with them. We can tell stories in our minds of what we think is going on through the lens of our numbers, but when we find out what their numbers are, it is a game changer. It's so, so therapeutic, so healing, so empowering. So I'll put a link in the show notes to the Relationship Magic session and also to the initiation session for those of you who want to learn more about your numbers and how you can receive. Okay, guys, I can't wait to talk with you next week. I'll see you very soon.